You are Locked On Steelers, your daily Pittsburgh Steelers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, bringing you your daily dose of all things on the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's Tuesday, March 30th, and it's not just any Tuesday, but it's a Tony Tuesday. That's because my man, Tony Serino, is back on the show. We'll be catching up with Tony with his thoughts on Tyson Alulu returning, as well as Steven Nelson going. But then we'll also be diving into the, some of the changes that have come. The Steelers have signed two players, one returning player and one new player, with an interesting backstory of how that even developed. Then we'll get tinfoil hat, Tony, as we start to dig into the question, should the Steelers trade for Sam Darnold? It's been something proposed. You'll get both of our thoughts on that later in the show. As always, you can subscribe to the Locked On Steelers podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Radio.com, or anywhere podcasts are hosted. Leave us a five-star review with a positive comment, and you get a shout at the end of the show. Let's get into it. So as always, everyone, you know that when it's Tuesday, it's not just Tuesday, because it's a Tony Tuesday! My man Tony Serino's back on the show. Of course, I'm Chris Carter. Tony it's been picking up, man. Like, you know, some there's been some there's some days in the year where you come on and nothing's really happening. It's mm-hmm. just like, hey, but this not this time around. There's been quite a few changes since you last been on the show. Not yeah, it's the last couple, right? Last week, I think it was we were talking about Juju. Now this week, mm-hmm. we're talking about a couple more moves. The first of which I still don't really understand, although I think we have a little more clarity, and that's the the release of Steven Nelson. I don't mm. I still don't get this one, Chris. Maybe you can explain it to me. Seems like he was a, a quality starting corner. I call him the third best corner the Stewards have had in the last 20 years, right? You, you have Ike Taylor, Joe Hayden, Steven Nelson, right? That's the list. And mm. so they just outright cut that guy uh, in a year where, you know, they're trying to win the Super Bowl last year with Ben Roethlisberger. I know they, they're high on Cam Sutton. They clear $8.25 million in cap space. We'll see how they use it. They still haven't used it yet. So I guess it's an open, that's an open story, right? Uh, and then, but then the big news they got Tyson Alwala back, Chris. They, did <laughs> they got him back. We're uh, saved. This was, <laughs> they saved the off. They Kevin Colbert saved the offseason. He did it in one single move. They were able to save everything. 16 and 0 is back on. Actually, it's 17 and 0 now. Uh, but 17 and 0 back on the menu, boys. Tyson Alwala is in the building. I just, I just see, I just see Thanos. <laughs> Say, I am inevitable. And he snaps his fingers. And then Iron Man's got like Tyson Alulu in his club. Yeah. yeah. No, I am Tyson Alulu. <laughs> yeah, he snaps and says everyone. <laughs> but I, I wanted to get your reaction to this because this only happened over the weekend. I, I talked about it yesterday, but we always like to hear Tony's stuff. It was kind of crazy that he was just like, oh, yeah, Jacksonville. Nah, they talked me out of it. Yeah. I, we haven't seen this very often, right? I think in, in the NBA, it's like, uh, uh, DeAndre Jordan, this happened with, right? That was like mm-hmm. the other one I can really remember where it's like a, and not to say I was on that profile, but still, you know, uh, uh, when you when you hear about guys agreeing to terms in free agency, that sticks, right? You very rarely hear about that guy going the other way. So credit to, you know, the organization, everyone in the organization who reached out, right? I guess it was a lot of defensive players. Um, I, I've read that Alu Alu was, was close with uh, Carl Dunbar, the, the defensive line coach. Mm. So, um, yeah, I think all of that played a role here. But it look, bringing Alu Alu back, I know he's old. He's like 32 years old. And, you know, he didn't play well at the end of last season after he got the knee injury. But 
he was he was so good in the beginning parts of the year. If he can get healthy again, he was so important to what that defense did and, and being, you know, kind of stout in the middle. And especially in an AFC North, that's good. You, you're playing against Baltimore twice a year. You're playing against Cleveland twice a year. We'll see what, what Cincinnati brings and if Joe Mixon is healthy this year. But, you know, even Joe Mixon's pretty good as well. So they need this. They needed this. They did not need a huge hole in the middle, literally a yeah. huge hole in the middle of their defense to try and fill this offseason when you consider everything else they had to do. So I think that's a huge get for them. And, and yeah, like we talked about how he's going to play that because also not just the whole nose tackle when they play three, four, because they don't always play three, four anymore, right. but also just depth for rot- rotating Hayward and two it out because now, you know, you have him and warmly in there and you can say, Hey, especially if it's a, if it's a running down, if we're expecting the other team to try and run the ball, that's what those two guys get into, you know, Alulu and warmly, they're not, they're not really pass rushers, but they're good at stuffing the run. And that's maybe where the Steelers can find some reprieve yeah. on the defensive line. And on top of that, like you said, the fact that it really does seem like these guys like each other and they called and, and you saw them come together. I think that speaks to the chemistry and the, and the, the synergy of, of the locker room. Right. And, and you go back to the Juju thing, right? Juju as well. Yeah. This idea, right. That this whole, the end of the year with the TikTok dances and all that, that, you know, the, the fan base turned at him. None of that was real. He mm-hmm. Juju turned down better offers from both Baltimore and can't with Kansas city, which is just crazy to me. Right, that he turned that deal down to come back to Pittsburgh to play with Ben for one final year. You know, a Ben Roethlisberger that we hear, oh, his arm is shot, he can't play anymore. And yet Juju, in a year where he needs to put up numbers to get paid, wants to come back and play. And I love the same deal, right? Takes less money to come back here and play with this team one, you know, one more year to try and win a Super Bowl. I think it does speak volumes to the culture and, and the, uh, the locker room that Mike Tomlin has built. Yeah, it, it certainly does. And, and again, it shows you that these guys actually do like each other because a lot of people try to say, oh, they, they just do that for show. This You're 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 a punk because you figure because you think you buy into this stuff. It's like, well, if, if that's not true, then this wouldn't have happened. Right. And, and like you said, then it, Juju, why wouldn't he go to Baltimore and get paid? And I know some people say it's not true, but the Ravens have already show that it is true because like Marlon Humphrey was like why Juju why <laughs> yeah yeah no no it's definitely true they were offering what was it it was like one year 13 million dollars but I think part of that was in incentives so yeah. it might have been harder for him to, to reach that there in Baltimore but still you know it's more it was more money flat I think it was one year nine million dollars with four million dollars in incentives and even the other deal he turned down one year eight million dollars with another couple million in incentives to Kansas City where mm-hmm. he's I mean you're what if you go to Kansas City right now in that offense think about Juju and the t- kind of player that he's assumed to be Oh, yeah. he has to play next to, you know, he's yes. a good number two. Yes. There he would be a number three. And yeah. you, you talk about the numbers he put up alongside Antonio Brown. How about you put Travis, Travis Kelsey and uh, Tyree Kill, Kill next to him? Yeah. My goodness. Uh, the numbers he would, he would put up. He would, I, I, yeah, he, he would put up phenomenal numbers there. He would definitely get paid in 2022. He skips out on that to come back to Pittsburgh to play with Ben. Again, I, I'm. you have to, as a Steeler friend, that has to make you feel good. This is not the Jesse James, you know, they're the Kardashians. No, that's not the Kardashians. You, if they were the Kardashians, you would, you would see a mass exodus of players like this, players who had the option to leave, like Juju, get more money, go somewhere else. Tyson Allo, get some money, go somewhere else. You know, the Mike Hiltons, the Bud Dupree's, they got mega paid. The Steelers were never in those deals. Yeah. But the deals where the Steelers could, could make a, an offer, maybe not the same offer, but similar, those guys all took less money to come back. I think that yep. does speak volumes. It does. And and again, even with Tyson, even with Tyson Alulu's proposed deal with, with Jacksonville, Juju's cap hit would have been less than all of those guys. Right. So like that, that's the, that's the reality of this is that they're just right now they're they're. I think what Kevin Colbert is trying to do is fill in the little bit of holes here and there where he can. And then 
when he's and then he's setting it up so that there's a there's one spot maybe where he makes a free agent splash and it's a you know a splash but but you know a light one but yeah. it'll be a you know but it's still a splash and it would be and that'll be like okay now we have the roster that we want heading into the nfl draft and some of those smaller additions were guys that we're going to talk about in the next segment because there were two Steelers signed uh on monday we'll be getting to that in just a minute but first a message from our friends at betonline.ag betonline.ag the only place that we trust here in the Lockdown Podcast Network to place bets on. Even though football season's over, there's a ton of different ways to make money by gambling on sports right now. If you go to betonline.ag today and sign up for your free account, you'll get a 50% bonus to your first deposit simply by entering the promo code LOCKEDON. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, LOCKEDON, all capital letters and all one word, and that will get you your 50% bonus on your first deposit. Right now, sure, the NFL's done, but you can put money down on where certain free agents might be going in the NFL. You can also bet on college basketball, the NBA, and the NHL. All different ways to get off the sidelines and get in on the action. BetOnline.ag. Remember, use that promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, LOCKEDON, all capital letters, all one words, to get a 50% bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Back here on the Locked On Steelers podcast, I'm your host, Chris Carter, here with Tony Serino for a Tony Tuesday. Tony, two Steelers signed on Monday, one being Jordan Berry, uh, the punter, getting signed to a one-year deal. I saw a lot of people, like, you know, putting, like, jump out of a building memes and stuff, and I was like, (laughs) I don't know if it's that deep. I mean, because Jordan Berry didn't really cost him anything, you know, both on the field last year. And both, I don't think he's 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 gonna cost them a lot of money. I haven't seen his contract details just yet. No, it'll be it'll be like near near league minimum if I had to guess. Yeah, like he's it's fine. Like that's that's no big deal. It's the punter. As long he hasn't had a, a, a punt blocked since like 2016. No, that's, no, he, didn't he? Oh no, that was a hike it over his head. It was a hike it over his head. And I, yeah, I that's have not a, his fault. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, that was that was the that was the last game Doc started. That one's that one's seared into my memory, Chris. <laughs> you ruined him. Yeah, ruined exactly. him! How could you do this to Duck? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you and the you and the Duck theories, like that, yeah. that that is just that's deep cut locked on Steelers right there. Yes, um, it is. But. Back to the back to the so they, they sign him, but the more interesting story, and, and this is a guy, um, you know, I, I don't think he he's gonna turn a lot of pages this year. I don't think he's gonna be, you know, a game changer for the Steelers. But they they signed a lineman, Rashad Coward. Um, he was he's a he's he was a defensive tackle in college, became an offensive lineman with the Bears, and he had a few starts here and there, but like he wasn't great, so they let him go. He, he was a restricted free agent. They just they just didn't want to sign. Um, so he hit the market. Um, but Tony, uh, you were the one that pointed this out to me first. I'd like you to explain <laughs> the process is how the world found out this was happening before it actually happened. This, it's a this crazy was, story. yeah, this was a bit of a tinfoil hat. Tony, someone sent me this on Twitter. It's like, Hey Tony, I don't know if you've seen this. And I'm like, this is what I live for. Thank you so much <laughs> for sending me this. I need this in my life. So what happened here is someone on Reddit posted that they had just played a game of call of duty Warzone 
with uh, a teammate who they who they could tell in the background there was some chatter about NFL stuff happening. Right? They they heard something about how this was a Bears player and they were thinking about signing with the Steelers or being traded to the Steelers. I think they they misconstrued some of the things being said, but essentially they heard in the background that this player wanted to go to the Steelers. They were excited. They were going to sign a multi-year deal with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, and they and no one knew who this was. Chris, you and I actually had a text message thread that night trying to figure out who it was. Um, and it, they, it actually comes out that it is this, this guy, Rashad Coward. But yeah, this was so great. How about this? You know, earlier this offseason, Chris, when it came to the J.J. Watt deal, we turned to what? We turned to Peloton for our breaking <laughs> news in the National Football League. You can't trust Peloton. Everyone no. knows you can't. You cannot trust Peloton when it comes to NFL. Like you want the real hard breaking news, okay? Up to the minute news. That's where we, that's why we play Call of Duty Warzone. Okay, that's where we get our breaking news is from the battlefield being Call of Duty Warzone. Uh, so this was a great story broken by, I guess, his wife. His wife or his girlfriend was playing Call of Duty. He was talking to his agent in the background about signing with the Steelers. And here we are two days later, and he's actually signed a very funny story. That's hilarious. I, I got to say, I'm disappointed in myself because I feel like all the years that I put into Call of Duty have been put to waste. If if, if there was one moment to be playing Call of Duty, it was not give, it was for me to not give up on it four years ago. This is what we need. Now what we need is like Kevin Colbert's kid to be playing Call of Duty while he's on the phone with Tomlin talking about their draft board. Right? Which, you know, do they have Najee Harris or Travis Etienne? You know, who do they have higher on the draft board? If, you, if anyone out there plays Call of Duty, just make sure you, you listen closely just in case call, <laughs> Kevin Colbert's kid is playing uh, – on your team, you can hear in the background there what they're talking about. Oh, no, you're giving me great ideas here, Tony. What if we set up a Twitch where we get we Kevin to. Colbert's kid? We need to. And it's just like, that's all we're doing. It's just like we play with him all day. And right. he'll be like, wait, wait. And, like, and the thing is, is like, I have no idea how, because I'm pretty sure his kids are like our age. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> yeah, because he's, he's been around for quite some time. But it'd be, it'd be funny if we're like, hey, okay, stop talking now. Your father's on the phone in the background. <laughs> <laughs> try to hear this. <laughs> try, to, try to hear what this says. They're drafting who? But, um, but in all seriousness, at the same time, like, uh, you know, because this is a cool story, but neither of these moves are going to move the meter. Um, you know, the Steelers, I think, had like $9.4 million in cap space before Alu-Alu. Mm-hmm. And so with these moves and that move, I'd estimate that their cap space is now probably down to like seven-ish, maybe six and a half to six million, at lowest, maybe $6 million in cap space. Um, does, but, that, you know, does that factor in the Ebron deal? I don't know. I don't know if they've worked in the Ebron deal. Remember, Ebron restructured last week, too. I think spot because I was getting my numbers from spot rack. I think okay. that it does it, it might not it might not i didn't i'd actually okay. i didn't check that before i was putting those numbers together myself um okay. but uh but but it's, it, it, either way they still have cash space and they still have things to do which is what we're waiting on to see if they do why haven't they restructured stefan to it yet i just don't understand do they hate to it they just want to push it are they cutting him next year the only reason you don't push his money to next year is you think you're gonna cut him or something right I'm like what what are we doing here uh, yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. They need to restructure to it. It's funny about Jordan Berry, though. I know a lot, I know why a lot of Steelers fans are upset, Chris. You know who he is. You know who Jordan Berry is becoming. He's the new Daniel McCullers. He's the guy who's always on the roster, and you're like, really? Still? Still. <laughs> we can get anybody. I mean, anybody. Yeah. Well, last year, remember, they, they signed Dustin Colquitt at, like, the last second, like, right? Like, literally, like, yep. Saturday before the season was going to yep. start. And then he got cut, like, what, a month later. I mean, he was terrible. And they're like, all right, Jordan Berry, you're back. Fine uh so yeah i get it i get it i not not he's look and he's not a great punter he's not a bad punter he's just like perfectly average and the Steelers keep wanting to upgrade the position they just can't do it much like mccullers who again when mccullers was out there 
one terrible, one great, just kind of an average nose tackle, but you always felt like, all right, we can upgrade from this at some point, right? Right? <laughs> okay, so to clarify on your earlier statement, you are correct. I just did some quick searching on SpotRack. This does not include the uh, the money that was freed up by Eric Ebron's restructuring. So yeah. really, I, I think it would be a... Um, I think it might be closer to 10. It might be closer. It might be closer to actually having $10 million in cap space still. Yeah. Um, Now granted a good chunk of that needs to get eaten up by the rookie class. They're going to have to sign this year. Um, But again, they, they throw into its restructure money. They, they could still restructure Boswell. They could still try to extend, you know, Hayden or. Yeah. Throw some void years on Hayden's deal. Listen, void years are all the race. Everybody loves void years. Add some void years to Hayden. You clear up another what six million dollars doing that. So, I think I think can I throw one name out there? If you're looking at a guy who maybe could eat up some of this cap space, still still like Austin Blythe, the center from the Rams, I believe is still unsigned. Um, he's someone who you know the Steelers could bring in on a one or two year deal. It's probably you know it's not going to be a cheap deal, but you know they have the money to spend now. If they want to spend five six million dollars for a guy who I think was trying to get closer to ten, he's not going to get that clearly at this point. Yeah, I think it would be it would be an interesting move, and it would it would push back the need to draft a center this year in those early rounds. Mm-hmm. Maybe it allows them to target some other um, areas in the first three rounds of the draft. Uh, we're gonna take one more quick break. We come back. Uh, there's a lot of talk about trades and other things the Steelers could do. There's a crazy, crazy idea, and uh, I you know I gotta talk to Tim Fullhat Tony about it. It's about trading to get Sam Darnold. What? We'll talk about that right after this. Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than charging prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. Best of all... Prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on, that's L-O-C-K-E-D, locked on in their how did you hear about us section so that they can know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com today. You need a snack that's going to both help you get through the rest of your day, but also be good for you. That's where Built Bar comes in. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. They have 18 amazing flavors, including six of their newest ones, being caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. There's so much to enjoy, and also... Don't forget, they help you lose and maintain weight. They're low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, and great for anyone that's currently on a keto diet. Right now, Built Bar has a special promo code for you to get a great deal on their website. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON15 to get 15% off your next order. Again, that's LOCKEDON15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, and you'll get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Back here on the Locked On Steelers podcast, I'm your host, Chris Carter, with Tony Serino for a Tony Tuesday. So it was floated out. I think it was Al Greer or Albert Breer. Albert Breer, uh, yeah, yeah. 
I don't know why I called him Greer. Uh, but he he's the one that, that that tweeted this out, this idea, and that everyone started talking about on Monday. And I'm just like, why? But it's the idea that why don't – hey, guys, I have a great idea. The Steelers trade a second-round pick to the Jets for Sam Darnold. What? Yeah, I'm, I'm right with you. This makes this makes no sense. It just makes no sense. Why would you send it? To, you need you first of all, you need the second round pick. This is a heck of a year to have second round picks. I would even try to find a way to have more second round picks. I would trade. I would trade. I would trade to get your second round pick for you to just keep Sam Donald. Like 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 just get you know like it's ridiculous. Yeah, I don't. And Tony, I get that people want to have reclamation projects with quarterbacks, and they want to step up and. Uh, and they and they want to see a person like reclaim their career and become the guy that they were that everyone thought they could be in the NFL draft, but rarely do you want to be the team that takes the shot of the guy because most oftentimes it don't work out. And 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 they're already doing that with Dwayne Haskins, right? I mean, yep. isn't this what they're doing with Haskins? Haskins was statistically speaking one of the worst quarterbacks in the league for the last two years, but they feel like hey, we can make this work. You know, especially at such a low cost. I mean, again, it costs the, the Steelers nothing. He's a league minimum guy. They didn't have to trade anyone away for him. You have a future first. You know, you have a former first round pick already on the roster. I get that maybe you think the ceiling for Darnold's a little higher, but let's not act like Darnold on the field was light years better than Dwayne Haskins. He was not. And if really, if you look back at last year's numbers for, for Sam Darnold on that Jets team, which, you know, Adam Gase is a quarterback, not a whole lot of, you know, Frank Gore at running back. So it's not a whole lot of playmakers around him, but like, you know, Joe Flacco started two games last year and Joe Flacco's numbers, while not great, I mean, they were, they were better in some ways than even Sam Darnold's was. So, you know, look, I, I get, I get, like you said, I get the idea of the reclamation project, but I'm not for it, especially in a year where the Steelers need to be, are they all in on this year or are they kind of all in on, are they kind of half in on this year, but half in on the future? Cause if we're trading away a second round pick, you are taking away a guy who will likely start yes. from this team, right? If we're talking about a center in the second round, that's good. That's a guy that's going to start. Yeah. Sam Darnold is not going to start this season. In fact, he was going to be, is he going to be the backup for Mason Rudolph or you, do you trade Mason as a part of this deal? I, I don't you know. Maybe, maybe you have to trade Mason because at that point, what do you do? What are you doing at quarterback? Uh, but regardless, I'm not, I'm not forced. I'm not for adding other, any other quarterbacks to this roster right now. I'm only for adding talent. That's going to, that's going to work today for this team all in on 2021. His Sam Darnold's fifth year option is $25 million. Yeah. You want to spend 20 20- next year. Yeah, right. that, you want to spend $25 million next year when you got to pay TJ Watt and you're going to be yeah. dealing with the fifth year option of Terrell Edmonds and Mika Fitzpatrick? Right. No. And, and you're going to need to figure out another cornerback situation because Joe Hayden is going to is, is going to be is going to be a free agent. Right. You know, you're going to need to figure out a tight end situation because Eric Ebron's going to be a free agent. There's going to be so many things to figure out and you do not want to be saddled with a quarterback that you don't even know if you like. Right. You certainly and you certainly do not want to be saddled with a quarterback contract of someone you don't like. You know, just ask the LA Rams or the Philadelphia Eagles, Oof. right? Who, you know, who both signed Jared Goff and, and Carson Wentz to deals that they were immediately like, oh, never mind. We don't like this deal. You know, and, and I talk about this all the time on AFC North Talk with those guys because, you know, you have both Baker Mayfield and Lamar Jackson going, you know, from that same draft class going into, you know, they're about to get paid, right? They're about to get their fifth year options and then get their mega, mega deals. You know, it's very different. The Stewards have dealt with this ever since they, they drafted Ben Roethlisberger, right? Life is very different when you have Ben Roethlisberger on a rookie contract versus life with Ben Roethlisberger counting for on, you know, 20, 30, and this year it was going to be $40 million against your cap. The, the teams that are most successful right now are teams that are able to get a quarterback and win with them early before the, the cap hit spikes. You know, for the Steelers to go for Darnold, you're, you're skipping that whole step, right? You're skipping yep. the entire step 
but you're still having to do all the work of trying to develop this kid. Because again, you have, you have no idea if this is a real NFL starter, or certainly if this is a kid that you can actually win a Super Bowl with, but you're going to have to pay him from the jump, right? Like you talked about the $25 million next year, which is when he would start. I just don't see any way where this is a smart move. And I can't imagine the Steelers do either. I don't, I don't think they make this move. Yeah, there's just I don't see it happening. It doesn't benefit them enough. It doesn't benefit. It, it's just like and again, I, I wouldn't even trade him trade for a seventh round pick to get him. Like just no. <laughs> like there's there's nothing. Like again, I I would you'd have to give me draft picks, you know, to to to, to get him over here. The Brock so, like, Osweiler trade. I like this. <laughs> right. Like like please just take him out of my hands. Um, we'll give you a second round pick. Just to anything. <laughs> just, just take him. Uh, can I throw? Can I throw a crazy tinfoil hat option? That, that's out what I you? was about to ask for. Okay. Man. Well. There's another quarterback who became available today, Chris. I don't know if you saw this, but John Lynch of the 49ers said that they're open. They're open to listening to offers for Jimmy G. And uh, Jimmy G did play in a Super Bowl, Chris. So I'm not saying the Steelers should trade for Jimmy Garoppolo. But as long as we're on the subject of trading for a quarterback, you know, Jimmy G, you can win with him as the 49ers proved a couple of years ago. Yeah, nah. I'm sorry. Like, like Jimmy G, all right, cool, fine. But, but uh, he, 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 he already cost the Niners a whole lot of money. There's no reason you need to pay him a whole lot of money. He's, he's older. Yeah. And like now he's, he's even gotten older and older. Like this, he should be in his prime by now, kicking everyone's butts. He's not doing that. Um, I, I think the best thing, the he's best hurt idea every for this year, too. What'd you say? He's hurt every other year. And that, I mean, every that other too. year, he's hurt. Right. But yeah. uh, the bet, the best bet the Steelers have after Ben Roethlisberger you know, get your trade up in the draft, get your quarterback yeah. um, and, and then have a running game and defense that protects them in their early years and see how that goes. And if he becomes your franchise guy, great. If he doesn't, you try again, like everyone else does, but, but well, I was going to say, don't, don't trade away picks to do it. Do not exactly. trade away picks for a reclamation project. What are we doing here? Sam Darnold is not worth a second round pick today. Okay. The, what you see on the field with Sam Darnold is probably pretty close to who he is. I understand that he was in a bad situation and he may play better somewhere else but the idea that you're going to take what we've seen in new york for three years and turn him into a super bowl champion find that hard to believe in an nfl where it is easier than ever to play quarterback uh you know again i just i cannot i'll never get on board with that there are plenty of reclamation projects that stewards will likely find in free agency right and they've already have dwayne haskins. haskins right they already did this with haskins right and, and he, all he cost them was a futures contract which means nothing to their salary cap like they're they are find it it's and here's the other thing about it if the jets don't want sam donald and no one's giving them any picks for him guess what they're gonna do cut him right and then right. you and then you pick him up and then you're like okay now we're in we're a different situation here but right. yeah it's just ridiculous now, if you want to look at who the steelers future quarterback is you got to just watch some draft tape go and look at the usc kid slovian or whatever his name is or sam howell the north carolina quarterback like that's more the steelers style that's who they're going to take next year in the draft Although maybe, Chris, I don't know. I, I, there's all these rumors that they really like Mason Rudolph and Mason Rudolph could legitimately be the starter in 2022. So that's why I choose to live in the moment of now. 2021, <laughs> Ben's the quarterback. I'm not thinking about the future because no thank you. Tony, my man, always fun to have you on the show. Thanks so much for being here. Let people know they can find you, follow you, and get more of your work. Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Steeler Country. Uh, you can find me on uh, YouTube. I do a show called AFC North Talk. It's a roundtable show all about the AFC North. That's on Tuesdays at 5.45 p.m. Eastern time. We'll be talking about the draft uh, for the next month. So look for that. We'll be doing mock drafts and, and player profiles. You can also find me on my YouTube show, Steeler Country with Tony Serino. Search that on YouTube. You can also find that wherever you find podcasts. And of course, find me here every Tuesday. Tony Tuesday here with my friend Chris. Love doing Locked On Steelers. Awesome. We love to have you kind, sir. Um, 
As always, y'all can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Carter Critiques. My name is Chris Carter. You can read my work at DKPittsburghSports.com, where I cover the Steelers, Pitt football, and Pitt basketball. Um, and uh, as always, you can find me here on the Locked On Steelers podcast. Remember to subscribe to us. We're on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Radio.com, anywhere podcasts are hosted. Leave us a five-star review with a positive comment, and you get a shout-out at the end of the show. Like this person, we have Weekend Bender, who, who says – Best Steelers podcast out there. Being from Kentucky, it's hard to find good information sources on all my all-time favorite teams. This podcast handles all of my needs. Very well done and very informative. Best podcast out there for Steelers fans. Keep it up, guys. Thank you, Weekend Bender. Really appreciate the five-star review. That stuff really helps us out. Thanks to anyone else who's putting our reviews out there. Always appreciated. We'll be back here tomorrow with Josh Axelrod and Dean Ian Pietro from another Millennial versus Gen X debate. I'm sure it will be fun. See you then.